there, I'm Andrea Koppel, and it's time for coffee, the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or 10 minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini-episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career triple-shot K-Cup with my guest, Dan Moran. So even though the focus of this interview is on helping our young listeners learn more Mm -hmm. about what it's like to work in this industry, I was thinking it might be fun, especially for those listeners who may be thinking about proposing to their girlfriend or their boyfriend, Mm -hmm. whether over the holidays or at some point in the new year, for us to get to tap into your expertise, Dan, to learn more about how to buy a pretty let alone gorgeous engagement ring, without going into debt? Well, I would love to help with that. To me, it's really all about setting a few things. I typically will ask a client just a few questions. And when I know the answers to those questions, I'm 90% of the way there to finding the right stone and the right ring fit. So here are the questions I would encourage you to ask yourself. Question number one, do I want a diamond for my ring or some other stone? Most people propose with a diamond, but some people look at sapphires or emeralds or other precious stones. So that's question one. Question two, assuming it's a diamond, what shape of diamonds do I want? Do I want a round? Do I want an oval? Do I want a cushion cut or a princess cut? What shape? Question three, what color of metal am I thinking about for my ring? White gold, yellow gold, rose gold, platinum? That will help for me as your jeweler to know what colors of diamonds to show you that will go well with that metal type. Next question, question four. Am I planning on a fairly simple minimalist ring or a more elaborate ring with lots of little diamonds and all kinds of stuff going on? And then question five, probably the most important one, what is my budget? You don't need to know to the last penny, but you need to know well enough to get a ballpark so the person you're working with can send you in the right direction. Once I know the answers to those five questions, I can start to help you sorting through diamonds and looking for particular stones. Typically, once we pick a stone, then we'll design a ring together to complement both the person wearing it and the stone to bring the best out of both. That's the decision tree that I like to walk through with every client. And I recommend you walk through it yourself before you make that first phone call if you can. Is there one or more of those five questions that you have that would really be a determining factor for the price? Like if they don't care if it's a diamond, I'm guessing that might bring the price down. If they don't care about the kind of cut? Is there a cheaper cut that they could have? They could. That's a fair question. That's a fair question. So you're right. Diamond is probably one of the more expensive precious stones out there. Although certainly there are others that are as expensive. If you're looking for an original stone, you might save some money. But as far as within the world of diamonds, all else being equal, round is the most expensive cut by about 25%. So take a same carat weight, same color, clarity, et cetera, et cetera. Round will be the most expensive. And beyond that, that, Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't. Well, no, no, go ahead. No, there are two reasons why that's it's actually pretty interesting, I think. But I could talk about this all day. I'm trying not to go on and on. But there are two reasons why round is the most expensive. 
The first is the optics of it. The physics of the nature of diamond dictates that of all cuts, round returns the most light. So pound for pound, round will be the sparkliest. There's just no getting around it. That's physics. The inside baseball reason why round is the most expensive cut is when you're cutting from a rough diamond to a round, you waste more material cutting to round than to any other shape. So polishing a diamond removes more material when you're making a round than any other shape. So cutters buy the rough diamond by their weight. There's more waste making a round than any other shape. So our cost of manufacturing is higher, which leads to a higher cost to the finished piece. Gotcha. And there are also the four seeds. Could you explain what they are and help us to understand which ones are the most important to look out for? Absolutely. This is a short question with a long answer. So I'll shamelessly plug If you want the long answer, go to the YouTube channel for Concierge Diamonds. And I have about a 30-minute video on just this topic because there really is a lot. Yeah, I won't go that deep right now. But in general, the four Cs, which are the primary determinants of a diamond's value, are carat weight, color, clarity, and cut. To take just a few seconds on each one, carat weight is very simple. You put the stone on a scale, how much does it weigh? If anybody is curious, a carat is one-fifth of a gram. Five carats is one gram. It's important to bear in mind that the relationship between carat weight and price is not linear, it is exponential. So as the carat weight goes up a little, the price can go up a lot. So be careful with that. As far as color goes, a diamond's a product of nature. It's a crystal that's made out of carbon, but those carbon crystals formed deep underground billions of years ago. And there are typically other chemicals present in the ground there along with that liquid pre-crystallized carbon, sometimes nitrogen, iron, whatever else. And those other chemicals can mix into the liquid carbon and give the resulting diamond an overtone of color. So the more color a diamond has to it, the less expensive that diamond will be. The more pure, clear white the diamond is, the more expensive it will be. So you really have to look at a range of colors and ask yourself how white is white enough without breaking the bank. Similarly with clarity, when that crystal forms underground, there are always flaws or imperfections in the crystal because it never forms perfectly. The more of those flaws are present and the larger they are, the less expensive the diamond will be. Now, my philosophy is that a diamond should be clean enough that there are no obvious flaws that bother your naked eye. But once it's clean enough that it's so-called eye clean in the business, clean enough for the naked eye, that should be good enough for just about anybody. You don't need a gemologically flawless diamond for it to be beautiful. My wife is wearing a diamond right now that is far from gemologically flawless because we decided that other aspects of the diamond were more important to us, the color, the size, the cut, etc. So you don't need a flawless diamond for it to be beautiful. And most people are surprised how low on the clarity scale you can go and still have a diamond that looks totally clean. Now, our fourth C is cut. Cut is actually pretty darn important. At the end of the day, it's the cut that makes a diamond sparkle. The message I want to leave you with on cut is if you take the best rough diamond in the history of the world, right, the perfect rough diamond, and you cut it poorly, it won't sparkle. But if you take even a so-so rough diamond and you cut it perfectly, it'll look like a million bucks. Remember, the only reason diamonds are valuable in the first place is because they sparkle. And the reason why they sparkle is because they are prisms. They bend light and refract light very powerfully. The ideal cut of a stone is designed to maximize their effectiveness at doing that. So in simplest terms, the better the quality of a diamond cut, the more it will sparkle. So don't compromise on that. That is my super quick version of the four C's. Like I said, there's a much more in-depth version online. I encourage you to check it out. Wow. That was an amazing overview, Dan. That's like the best overview I've ever heard. I have a whole different understanding, better understanding now of the four C's and what really matters. Well, I may have done this once or twice before. 
Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee 24-7, no matter where you live. I have one quick favor to ask you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Time for Coffee. Thanks so much.